pulled a pin already, a place where average veterans come to share their views on the world as we see it. We can't promise you like what we have to say, but we'll promise it's genuine. I'm Jim. And I'm Mike. It's time to pull the pin. Oh, yeah. What do we got on the table today, Mike? Well, the topic of conversation today is going to be cancel culture. Well, oh, you well, like that one, huh? Well, I'm, I'm a little confused on that. Why, why don't we start by maybe defining what cancel culture is? And I, I happen to know the Webster Dictionary definition. Oh, tell me what Webster says. Well, Webster says the act of canceling, also referred to as cancel culture, as the removal of support for public figures in response to their objectionable behavior or opinions. This can include boycotts or refusal to promote their work. I think they forgot to add one important piece in there. No matter when it happened, you know? <laughs> All right, let, let, let's talk about that. Let's, I mean, let's be real. I mean, yeah. military aside, you know, before we were even old enough to join the military, how many times have you said and done something in your past that, I mean, you could have been canceled before you were even old enough to vote? I don't have to go into uh, specifics. Do I? No, no, you don't have to share any stories. Oh, okay, then I can't count that high. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in reality, uh, the, the cancel culture thing, I don't know who's immune to it. I, I just don't know. Oh, and sorry. I think what, what we're actually starting to see is cancel culture is really um, designed for one, one group. And, and I'm, not, I'm not into the grouping and labeling. I don't want to get too far into that part. Right. Unless we explore that. But I think cancel culture comes from one type of person. Like, I just don't think everybody's subject to cancel culture because we don't walk around thinking about it. Okay. Well, who's the one group you're referring to? Well, I'm not sure I could put a label on them, but uh, I mean, you hear in the media, you know, and I don't like to listen to the mainstream media, but you hear like people talk about the leftists and the liberal types and, you know, the, the people basically that are they're whining about everything. Everything's offensive. Right. Everything's, you know, uh, let's cancel this, you know, the Me Too stuff, let's dig out 20 years ago. Of, I think he brushed my butt, so he harassed me. And, you know, I, I don't see that from normal people just trying to live their lives. Yeah, yeah. Um, see, here's where I'm kind of on the fence about certain things. If you broke the law back then, way back when, statute of limitations, I have it. But, you know, to me, you have to still you know, be held accountable for whatever it was that you did. I support that 100%. But sometimes it's, I'm not going to use the one with that sexual harassment example that you just used. Some of the things I've been hearing, I'm like, okay, I thought that was just a way of life. Whether it's bullying or something like that, uh, or if someone like, man, I can't believe I'm about to say this. But if someone reached a certain point in their career, let's say, a high office position and then you're being called out for something you did when you wasn't in said position. I, I, I have issue with that. I, I really do because that should have came out before he reached that. You can say this about uh, the president now and you can say it about uh, even Clinton. Correct. So we have both sides there. But what I don't like is that cancel culture you're quiet when Jim does it, but 
you're more boisterous when Mike does it. Yeah, that was, I don't that, understand that. That was on my list, the hypocrisy yeah. of it. And that's why yeah. I started. And I, I don't, like I said, I don't want to tag groups and names and things right. like that. But I, the hypocrisy tends to be glaring. You know, it tends, you tend to see uh, a lot of things getting canceled. Like, you know, lately in the news, you know, the uh, companies come out and support the president. Next thing you know, we're boycotting that company because they support yeah. the president. Right. Yet, you know, you got a, a governor in Virginia that's already either blackface KKK, and yet he's still the governor. Like, right. it's just the hypocrisy of it drives me crazy. And I think that's one of the, the cultural things that, that's happening right now that, that I think is driving most of us insane. And, and, and I don't know if I could speak for, for you, obviously, you know, but in the military, we have standards. Uh, you may not like them. You know, you, you got standards. Everybody has to look a certain way. And they're clearly designed that way so that we know where the line is. Exactly. You know? And I think somehow in, in, in culture today, the standards are changing. I mean, they're, they're kind of pushing boundaries here and there. Nobody can keep up with them. I mean, even like you just mentioned, like we're holding people accountable today for our standards today for something they did back when – you know, that wasn't the standard. Right. But once again, if you talk about breaking the law or, uh, I don't know, there's a fine line there, man, because if someone did, some things back 30 years ago were more acceptable, uh, were the norm, just that way of life that, like you said, we can't do those things today, but that doesn't mean it's right. Sure. So it's like I said, there's a fine line there. And I personally, I don't know where to draw that line. So with the cancel culture, I pick and choose. Well, I really do. Let, let's go to the, to the crux of the whole argument. What does it matter? Where's the punishment? Like, so what? Okay, you dug up things that I did 20 years ago that I wasn't proud of. You know, I've made mistakes. I, I mean, I, I, heck, by today's standard, I could be canceled tomorrow. So probably going to be anyway. But, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, you can dig up things from my past that I was not proud of. Mistakes I've made, things I've done. Some, some of it, you know, I'm not going to share too much detail. But, you know, I, I may have stolen somebody's property and brought it down the lake and had fun on it and then just left oh, it where it was. Hold up, Jim. Hold up. I don't mean to interrupt, but let's not, let's not do specifics, okay? Because then I'm going to – no. No, I can't. <laughs> I don't know what the statute of limitations is on some things here. <laughs> Well, the point being is, is I was a young, <laughs> dumb kid. I mean, exactly. and to be held accountable today, I mean, it's it, it's hard to say. Like, if I do it in my conscious adult years, you know, I, I should know the risk. I should know the consequences. Yes. I think it's really unfair to go back into people's history, especially as they were children or, or we can say minors. It's just not fair. Uh, I don't know about you, but I haven't seen anything – with this cancel culture that someone did when they were a minor, and I'll say a minor being under 18, that it's affecting their career today with this cancel culture. But even 21, uh, oh man, when I was 21, if they, oh man, no, I couldn't, I wouldn't survive. They'll put me on an island somewhere. Hopefully it's not that uh, one island, but you know. Sure. Yeah. And, and let's be real, if you're talking about the law, I mean, find me someone that has never sped before. Like simple laws, you know, everybody knows the speed limit, you know, you learn right. driver's ed, you know, but you speed because whatever. I mean, you yeah. just get into the, to the mood, the motion. You just, so everyone's done something. Right. I just don't think it's fair to 
criminalize, or well, that's not even probably the right word, because it's just, it's not fair to hold everyone to some, such a high standard for something, you know, like you said, if it's criminal, obviously you gotta, you gotta pay up, you gotta own up to that. But even if it was criminal and statute, statute limitations wore off, you know, I, you said about seeing it. One of the places I've seen it is, is uh, in a, like a format we have right now. My, my son, he's, he loves watching YouTube videos and uh, a lot of YouTubers, um, a lot of YouTubers, if you think about the beginning of YouTube, a lot of people that get on this forum, this platform, this video, talking to a screen, playing games. A lot of those kids were back in my day. Uh, I don't want to pick nerds you know they were the, yeah. the, the anti-social kids who didn't really have friends you know so they have a lot of darkness in them and i don't mean that as an evil i just mean that the, the they, they tend to be more alone and then when they start to become popular or famous they're going to be confronted with a lot of opportunities and some of which may be illegal but very tempting um, I think we can all see that even grown adults, uh, if you're following the Epstein case, can still fall into the same thing. Yes. But I think it's very unfair um, to really pick these people apart for what we think is right. And yet we are probably have done the same things before. Yeah, when you have that, it's a double standard. I mean, simply put, it's a double standard. Like, uh, in one case, they'll uh, voice their opinion, the cancel culture will come out, and then in another case, they'll be quiet about it. They won't say anything. So, but if you're in a certain position of power, influence, authority, or whatever, and something from your past comes up, the one thing I dislike is when they don't admit to it. I, I, I can't stand that. Admit to it, get it behind you, talk about it, discuss it, say you learned from it, whatever, and j just own it. Because if it's like if it's like what we're saying right now, it's just we were kids or we were young, we were dumb, we were, you know, out there, then say that's what it was. And then we all can relate to it because like, you, like you're saying and we're saying, we've been there. Right. I get it. I guess my question is, is not in the regards of that. Like, okay, let's just say you do have something to own up to, you have to admit. It. But I think for me, the problem is, why are people looking? I mean, why are you even searching for someone's history to find dirt on them? I mean, the motive there tells me a whole lot. Hmm. I mean, if you're going through somebody's tweets or YouTube or talking to, you know, for 10 years ago, just to find some, there's a problem. You know what I mean? So at what point do you have to own up to something that you thought was long buried and, and dealt with? And possibly that you learned from. Right. Yeah. I now mean, we're, we're about to rehash the entire incident or incidents. You know, you don't know. Sure. And, and you could have already dealt with it, you know, yes. let the people know involved and, but somebody else brings it up now all of a sudden accusations and assumptions, and then you've got to go and explain yourself again. I mean, I see it, I see it all too often right now. And that's why I, I'll, I'm going to swing back to the group thing because I think it's a certain group and there's a certain purpose. I mean, but what I think they don't realize is that they're going to be part of it too. Uh, and I think we're seeing some of that. Some of these people that are, are running to the Internet, Googling everybody's name, and then they find out, oops, somebody found something on me, and now it's a problem. Yeah. So. The, next thing you know, they'll probably say something like uh, they're violating their privacy. And I'm like, well, you were just doing the same exact thing. Right. But once again, to the question of why, I think um, – I don't know where it began, 
you know, I can't, I can't, I don't even know where to begin on trying to figure out where it began. But when you have those personnel who are in those positions, once again, of power, influence, or authority, people want to know their background. Sure, and I think it's due diligence to to look at what character you're dealing with. Yes. I think even if you look at examples like like in the military, if you go get a top secret clearance. Yeah. they, That's a good example. They search a, a large portion of your background. I mean, they want to know what kind of character this person is, but they also don't hold a lot of credibility um, to something you did when you were 16 years old at your first job and you stole some dirty magazines or something from the store right. you worked at. You know, they don't they don't say that, consider that like, oh, we can't hire this guy. He stole something when he was 16 years old. You right. know, that's ridiculous. But that's what people are doing right now. They're they're going back and they're looking at things that that they think are morally wrong and they're oh you can't you know do this because you did this 30 years ago or you know i mean the the kavanaugh i i I don't like to pull the politics too much you know but the kavanaugh was a perfect example i mean this lady couldn't even corroborate anything she just pulled back something from years ago that she doesn't even remember where it was when it was like that that shouldn't even be allowed right i mean there's got to be some limit I don't, that's a fine line, man. That's, uh, I don't know. It's fine because of of the the offense she's alleging. Yes. Yes. So I agree with you there. If he really did do the crime, I I, I get it. You know, I I think it it doesn't take away from the fact that he could have learned from it and and moved on and just dodged a bullet, but he still needs to be a hold accountable for something he did as a crime. So I get that. Uh, But at what point do you just say, lady, that didn't happen. Stop making up stories versus, holy cow, 30 years ago I did this? You know, like... <sighs> yeah, but some people would say, well, those people who are going to the Google or the internet to find, let's call it what it is, dirt on someone, for one, they're not always trying to find dirt. It just pops up when they're just doing their due diligence. And they could be trying to support someone as well. And then some people, they find some negative information and be like, wow, I can't support this guy or this woman or this person. They once, once in their past, they did something that, you know, is a pet peeve of mine, you know? So, I mean, they, they could be, it could be interpreted as they're doing their due diligence in making sure this person is the right person for the job, the position or whatever. Right. But you're also getting into an area where um, if if, let's say like I did something in the military, like, uh, uh, you know, I'm a man and I saw an attractive girl and I made a comment, whatever. And somehow I didn't think it was that bad. And she didn't like me because I was some disgusting slob. And, you know, I mean, because, you know, the old saying sexual harassment only applies to ugly people. Otherwise, it's flirting. So let's just say, you know, that she didn't appreciate it. She harbored that. You know what I mean? Like 30 years down the road, I, I don't even remember that. Right. Because to right. me, it was harmless. I didn't mean anything, you know, but yet she harbored that. So now right. 30 years down the road, she gets to say I, I sexually harassed her or uh, like, I, see, that's why I said that's why it's too tough. I think there should be. A yes. certain. So is it your position that she didn't say anything then, but then now 30 years, maybe she she saw you on the news or something and that just reignited, reignited some memory in her past. We don't know. So is it that you didn't say anything before 30 years ago? So keep your mouth shut now. 
Well, yeah. I, yeah, I see I, the look I, on your face. I get it. You know, yeah. I, I don't think it's simple. I, I don't think it's simple, but I just don't think it's fair either in a sense of like, okay, let's 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 bring it up. But why are you bringing up something 30 years ago? I can't remember the details of it. Right. You know what I mean? How can I defend myself? I can't remember the details. If it really impacted you that much, and I know we can get into the whole victim yeah. mentality. I, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I know we can go there. I know it's real. Uh, I, I you know, I personally had some experiences in my past that I, I would never bring up until years later. So I understand that. But I also understand that there's no need for me to go after uh, retribution for this since I've already held it. I've already owned it. You understand what I'm saying? By holding it in, I owned it. And, and I think it's just it's not fair 50 years, 30 years down the road to be like, OK, now I want you to own it. Mm. I, I, I just don't see it that way. I don't think I don't see it fair. Right. And I know life's not fair. So, you know, it's I'm true. Pounding like I'm pounding like a little, you know, chair force. I mean, sorry. Let me ask you this. If you had <laughs> if you had to choose a, a, a side, which side would you choose? Sides being do you support the victim more or the subject, as we used to call them? Well, I mean, if you're going to make it black and white like that, I'm, I'm going to always take the side of the victim. Right. You always have to because it's it's better to assume that she's she, he, or whoever's claiming it is is been a victim. And, and of course, we want to help those people because that's by nature what we're driven to do. Right. You know, especially if you're serving in the military, we're usually driven to help people. Right. So it's usually the victim side we take. Um, but I just don't blindly believe everybody. So I just can't say that I'm just going to jump out and say, oh, they're claiming it. So it's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I say let people do the investigation. And I, the only uh, standard or metric I can go by is myself. If someone said I did something 20 years ago and if I, <laughs> I or 30 years ago, yeah, let's go with 30 years. Well, you're ago, only 35. Then. What could that yeah, be? Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> But no, if someone said I did something that many years ago, I would say, first of all, I, I, I really and truly don't remember. I don't. Let's talk about it. And if you don't want to talk to me, then I say, hey, let the investigators investigate. Right. But but let's be fair. Look look around. Like cancel culture, I think, to me, is a new term. You know, it's, it's yeah. a sort of a new term. It's not a new practice, but it's a new term. Um, but I think the problem is, is as soon as the allegation is made, Everyone is jumping on it. Everyone is immediately calling for cancel culture. And even if, even if we go back to the standard of, of what should be canceled, what should not, you know, like we were talking about, supporting your president is not cancel culture worthy. It's just that's right. ridiculousness. You know, so if you're talking crime like we've kind of been talking about, we've kind of been talking yeah. more about criminal activity or, or something more malicious than supporting your president you yeah. know but the cancel culture we're seeing is just a wide variety of nothingness of people who don't like something or get offended and, and i think at some point we need to define it and we need to know what's acceptable what's not but i don't well, think there are rules i think uh you hit the nail on the head with that one because we were talking about potential criminals versus uh potential patriotic Americans, right? Just pure jealousy, hatred. Yeah. I mean, that's why you have to be real. That's why these people do this. And you even spoke about it. You know, when somebody gets popular, it, it did it trigger your memories, or did now they have popularity that now you want to bring them down? Right. I right. mean, so there's motive behind it too, and and I yeah. can't claim to know someone's motive unless they tell me, but there there is motive. So how did you feel about the uh, 
the 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 Goya boycott. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. That's my point. It's ridiculous. The man also went to, to see President Obama. Right. And he went to see this president. And he, he, he commended the guys. The president, President Trump's a businessman. Right. So he's an owner of a business and he commended Trump for his work. So clearly he benefits from having a businessman in the office. And you're mad at him? Right. And, and he's helped out the Spanish community so much. Yeah. I mean, and you're mad at him? I have to say, with the uh, Hispanic community, I think that backfired. Of course. Well, it backfired because they're trying to take too much. Yeah. People are trying to take too much. And I'll say, we'll save it for another conversation. But I think that the hatred these people have, and I say these people because I can't really identify them. Right. I mean, I think they come in all different other labels. Yeah. But they, they hate either hate this country or they hate the man so much that everything is just a battle for them. I think it's more of they don't hate the country. I would say I think it's more of they hate what he represents from their perspective. Hmm. Yeah. So they want to anybody, any one group, person or whatever that associates themselves with them, then they want to take them down. And I hate to say it, but I get it. I really do. Oh, I'm I sure it. everybody's out I mean, for their I, own I don't, interest. Now, I'm not saying it's right, but I, I understand it. Well, everybody, everybody's out for their own interest. Everybody right. cares about what's good for me. Yeah. You know, and I think that's one of the problems we have, just as human race. I mean, right. the selfishness is just so obvious. Oh, and, selfish. Oof. And I, That's I, a topic I, for another day. Sure, <laughs> sure. And I'm not eager enough to deny my own. Right, same here. <laughs> but but to be in reality, when you step back, and, and one of the things I like to talk about, when you talk about cancel culture, I'll even tie it to cancel culture, is everything, every problem that's presented to you uh, in the country or with the president or with ever, every problem, you bring it into your house. You know what I mean? Like, bring it into your house, like whether it's immigration or the budget or, you know, bring it into your house and, and, and you're the person in charge. What would you do if this problem was in your house? You know, what would you do if, you know, your father was acting or behaving like, you know, the president, you know, the language and the demeanor and stuff like that. Right. You know, bring all that stuff in your house instead of trying to pretend you're going to solve the world's problems because you can't. Right. Nobody's going to solve everybody's problem. Bring it in your house and at least get a, a better perspective. I agree. I agree. And it's, it's, hmm. some people would say that's like uh, saying clean up your own house. Well, you, yeah. Well, I, I'm just saying in an analytical way, but I also right. agree with that statement too. Yeah. I, I think if, if, you know, cancel culture, you know, if you're really going to throw stones at somebody, you really need to make sure your house is not made of glass. That's you right. That's right. So if you think canceling Goya is great because he likes the president, I mean, what's going to happen if your president gets in there and people don't want to support him or, you know, I mean, like, you can't Or the businesses that might support him or her. Right. And then what about the the people who don't agree with you? I mean, you just can't. It's getting silly. It's really getting silly. Right. I did want to Yeah, I think, I'm sorry, but yeah, I did, uh, that's a, I think that's a valuable point mentioning the Goya boycott versus all the other cancel culture activity that we've seen. It's right. totally different. Totally different. Right. I there's mean, nothing it's, criminal. 
potential past whatever but there's nothing criminal about it no and i and i think i, I was going to bring it up a, a good example of this is uh what's his name uh, alex jones I didn't follow yeah. that guy much. You know, I'm talking about his yeah. conspiracy yeah. guy that, you know, and I yep. say conspiracy guy, which, cause that's the label he got, but uh, mm-hmm. some of his conspiracies are sounding more real than not. Oh, yeah. but, <laughs> so this guy was just very uh, boisterous or, you know, he was just, he was just all over the place. That's why people didn't like him, but right. it wasn't really all to do with what he said. Uh, well, yes, yeah, some of it was. Uh, it's not fair. I didn't follow the guy, so I can't right. be really unfair. But the point is, they completely removed this man from a platform. I mean, I, I personally, I, I'm, this is going to be a crazy thought for you. You're probably going to be like, what? But if I was a Jewish man and I lived in Germany, I would like to see all the Nazis have their flags on their front porch so that I know where I'm not welcome. As long as they don't touch me or hurt me, I could care less what they're flying. But at least to know who these people are is a little more secure than to have to wonder, is this guy playing nice to me? And then he's going to go sell me out, you know, two days later. You know, I think it's I think it's a wise thing to let people have their voice. Even right now with the crazy comment, obviously, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say these words. I'll probably get banned anyway. I'll get canceled just for saying the word Nazi. I know, yeah. Oh, my goodness. He wants Nazis to put their flags out. Oh, my God. Yeah, Yeah. right, right. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. I just went to an extreme analogy just to get the point. You know, as long as I've got nothing to be fearful from, you know, physical harm or anything, I'd like to know who doesn't like me or who disagrees with me. Now, do you feel like if you're in a certain, let's say, your neighborhood that you're living in now, mm-hmm. and everyone has that flag, you can say whatever type flag it is, sure. a bad flag up, all right, all your neighbors, you think that's okay? Sure, that as way, long as it bother me. Okay. They believe what they want. As a matter of fact, a great example of it, you know, is the Confederate flag. I mean, I don't want to get too far off thing. Right, right. I, I don't, I don't really know or care about the history of the Confederate flag, and I know it sounds ignorant. But I mean, when I say I don't know about it, I mean, I don't know what it means to somebody from the South. Right. I'm from the North. I don't know what that means. Right. You know, I might say, oh, that's the enemy. They supported bad things. I I could say that. Right. But I have no idea what that that heritage and tradition meant to them. And if I see them around here, don't bother me one bit. They don't do anything to me. I don't care what they flag, they fly or believe. So is there any flag that you might be, let's use the word offended by? Uh, The white flag. <laughs> if it's from our guys, we never surrender. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't offend. I don't offend easy over stupid stuff. I, right. I choose to be offended. I offend. I, I get more. I will get more offended on personal issues if you attack me personally. I might okay. be offended, but I don't walk around and say, "Wow, like, uh, wow, we're gonna get way off if we go into too many tangents here." But uh, you know, as a soldier, you know. The Kaepernick thing. Obviously, I don't okay. want to go too far or too deep into this. But that hurts me, but it doesn't offend me. Does that make any sense? It yeah, it does. It hurts me that, that I put my life on the line for this thing right here, and just because you have a cause that you feel is greater than mine, you get to trample on what I fought for. That hurts me. It doesn't offend me. You know, people burn flag. That doesn't offend me. It's a flag. You're not burning it. You don't need mm-hmm. some material. You know, now if you attack me or come after me because I support that flag, 
I'll do just like I did in combat and shoot you. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's yeah. how it works. Yeah. But that was, uh, eh. you want to save that one for another day? I did want to touch before we, before we break off into our, our segment here. I want to touch up. Uh, can you relate culture cancel to being in the military or did that just not really exist? Uh, it existed. How, how would you describe it in the military? Because, I, I mean, I would call it alienation, ostracized, you know, things, other things. But I, I don't know how culture cancel. Culture cancel. Uh, I don't know about if I would call it culture cancel, but I'd say people were culturally aware in the military. And as it's like you said about alienating or you get I just call it what it was sometimes segregating could, you know could a good example be like you told me about your buddy uh your, your GI Joe Ranger guy whatever his name like yeah. he kind of he took the fact that you didn't deploy he kind of pushed you aside would you consider yeah. that culture canceling you know, I call rem- it a mental they call, issue they call them remps no I mean but what he was doing <laughs> oh yeah 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 cancel people because they had no deployment or right you know maybe maybe it might play out in if he's your com- or your officer or commander or he's in any position of authority he wouldn't give you send you to a school because maybe because you were you know never deployed or you weren't tough right. enough or yeah well, what was the word they call back then a pogue or something like that yeah you were just pogue. a pogue yeah so you didn't deploy you didn't uh, go to certain schools so yeah I, I don't know if it was a culture thing but it's like a it's <laughs> There's a bias. Sure. You know what I mean? There's there's a bias there based on their own beliefs. And now it's kind of like going back into our last uh, episode. But if you didn't do certain things in the military, then uh, you weren't worthy of things you could have aspired to be, you right. know, when they had that control. So they looked at you different. I don't, I don't know if I would necessarily call that a culture cancel. It's a something cancel because they'll cancel you out quick. You know, so there was there was a bias there, you know, but um, with him or them. Yeah, they just believed what they believed. Excuse me. They believed what they believed, man. And um, if you weren't a part of yeah, I guess it is. If you weren't a part of that culture, <laughs> then you you were nothing. Right. You know? I mean, how about yeah, like they canceled it? Yeah. Yeah. Like people you, you've been on a deployment where not everybody went. Right. Right. You know, when you come back, don't you kind of alienate that guy who didn't go? I mean, even though you may not mean to, you're, you're kind of bonding with the people you deployed with, but you're kind of like, yeah. hey, he's a rear guy. He didn't do anything, you know? Right, right. And it's, I think you have that in all groups, whereas uh, if you didn't do a certain thing, then and sometimes the people will alienate themselves, you know? Right. But just to bring it back, um, if you have, if people were free to do these things, where does it stop? Right. You know, because I would get offended if I knew, if I know they stopped Jim from going to a certain school because he didn't deploy or been off to war or something like that. You know, I think that's wrong. So we just can't let everyone be all free and, you know, do what they want to do based on their own personal beliefs. Fair enough. Especially when it impacts someone else. Right. So, so before we actually pull the pin on this, I just want to say, cancel culture good or bad? 
Ugh, on the fence, brother. On the uh, fence. On the fence. And you're gonna yeah. stay there, right? You're, yeah, you're I gotta the stay there. Yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, it's like we just said, though. Some of the cases that we mentioned, uh, they they're potential criminals. You know. Right, so, and, so I'll I'll yeah. sit on the fence with you too. I'll say it's it's good when used right, and it's bad when used wrong. There you go. Perfect. So I'll sit on the fence. All right. So let's go back to our favorite section that our, our segment. Sorry that we've. Uh, we incorporated the name of the show on. It's uh, just pulled pin already, and obviously, as I explained, something that just annoys us. And today, uh, I can give you the honor of going first if you like. Oh yeah, I'll take the honor. On, on right. yeah, I'll take the pull the pin. What I want to talk about, Jim, please. Why are people sending these uh, Facebook posts or social media posts saying, "Oh, asking for a friend"? I don't get it. The friend can't ask the question. I think it's a. Uh, a little, <laughs> I think they're scared of the responses they're going to get, and they want they don't want to be labeled, they don't want to be canceled, if you will, right? <laughs> so the question is really coming from them, but then they put that little blurb at the end of it, asking for a friend. Well, put yeah. the friend in the comment then. Yeah, my, hey, I, I, I want to know why all women are blank, asking for Jim. That's what I would say. <laughs> I, I am never ever going to ever say that I'm the smartest guy in the world or even smart in general. Um, but I always thought that was like sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I always took it as, Hey, I'm asking for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Mike wants you to stop doing it. So stop doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Pull the so, pin. So yep. for me, for me, I want to pull the pin on something that I think it's more recent. I haven't heard okay. this before, but it's this new phrase of 1000%. Oh, like my. you don't have to be uh, even good at math to know that there's no such thing as a thousand percent with in retrospect to what you're talking about. Of course, maybe there's a thousand percent, but they're trying to 100 yeah. percent and they're trying to say it's a thousand percent makes it more. A hundred percent means the whole. So yes. The whole thing is important. One hundred percent of it is valuable. So can we just stay with 100%? It's cool. It's still it. usable. You can so, ask the people in my house. 100 is all you get. Yes, 1,000%. I don't yeah. know where you got the other 900 yeah. from, but uh, it, it don't make any difference to me. No, no. Your 1,000%, believe it or not, is 100%. <laughs> just pull the plug, you know? Outstanding. Well, thanks for joining us here at Pull the Plug Already. We hope you had as much right. fun as we did. Feel free to like, share, subscribe, whatever. Uh, just make sure you leave a comment because that's what we're going to feed off your comments. Let us know how you feel and whether you agree or disagree. Until next right. time, Godspeed. Pull the pin. And pull the pin. <laughs>